Blog Talk Radio. I believe that God is working in the midst of all the struggle, in the midst of the trial, in the midst of what may look like setbacks, what may look like reversals. I believe that, that God is at work, and I believe that God is going to bring tremendous restoration to His people that are in covenant with Him and that are faithful to Him and faithful to His purposes and faithful to His plans. This is Pastor Brad Morgan of New Life Beginnings Church. Good to be with you today. I hope you enjoy this message. I want to minister a word, Ziklag, the place of restoration. I really believe that almost seven months of this year, especially the first six months, have been uh, not easy months, not an easy time. But yet I believe that, that God is working in the midst of all the struggle, in the midst of the trial, in the midst of what may look like setbacks, what may look like reversals. I believe that, that God is at work, and I believe that God is going to bring tremendous restoration to his covenant people, to his people that are in covenant with him and that are faithful to him and faithful to his purposes and faithful to his plans. And I want to go today and and, uh, minister from uh, 1 Samuel chapter 30. The, The setting for this passage is David. David has ran or went to the land of the Philistines because he was tired of Saul chasing him. And so Ziklag was a place where he uh, settled. He settled for less than what God had for him. And he asked the Philistines to give him Ziklag, and he knew if the Philistines would give him uh, Ziklag that he'd be content with that. And Saul wouldn't chase him because he was in the land of the enemy and so that's what he decided to do so basically David had a word he had a prophetic word from God that God was going to make him to be king he was the eighth son he was the son of new beginnings he was the son that God had chosen to be king he wasn't even invited to the picking process when Samuel went down to find a king and uh, that wasn't really unlikely because, uh, you know, usually the first son was picked, the second son was picked, and David was already down to the eighth son, so he wasn't even part of the process. But he was being faithful. He was being faithful, and God rewards faithfulness. And so Samuel, after he went through all the sons, then said, do you have another son? And and uh, his dad said, yes, we have another son, but he's taking care of the sheep. And uh, Samuel said, you know, get him. And when he came, uh, Samuel knew this was the one, and he anointed him. And he anointed David in the midst of his brothers. And his brothers became uh, jealous for him being anointed to be king. But God is going to actually take him through a process before he becomes king. Some people say 13 years. That's what I tend to believe. Some people say 20. But anyways, he went through a process. 
And so let's start in 1 Samuel 30. Now it happened when David and his men came to Ziklag on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south in Ziklag, attacked Ziklag, and burned it with fire. Now the third day, when you see the the word third day in the scripture, the third day is the day of resurrection. And verse 2 said, And he had taken captive the women and those who were there from small to great. They did not kill anyone, but carried them away and went their way. You know, he took away the women, and and we find out that women are uh, influencers, tremendous influencers. But he didn't kill anyone. That's very interesting. They didn't kill anyone. So even in this in this tremendous loss, uh, God was still at work. And even though David's disobedience had opened the door for this loss, God was going to work through it. Luke 19.10, For the Son of Man came to seek and save that which were lost. Jesus came to seek and save people that don't know him, but Jesus also came to seek and save those things that have been lost in our lives and to bring recovery. Verse 3, So David and his men came to the city, and there it was burned with fire, and their wife, their sons, and their daughters had been taken captive. Then David and the people who were there with him lifted up their voices and wept until they had no more power to weep. So this was a tremendous loss, a great loss. David and his men did something, but especially David did something. It says he wept until he had no more power to weep. He didn't try to to pretend like it was no big deal, but he he acknowledged that it was just a tremendous loss, and he got it out of his system. And it's something when you see men, when you see men crying like this, weeping like this. And David's two wives, Ahinoam, the Jezreelite, and Abigail, the widow of Nabal the Carmelite, had been taken captive. Now David was greatly distressed, for the people spoke of stoning him. Isn't that something? These were the same people that David had uh, taken in, had had loved, people that were in distress, people that were in debt, people that were discontented, and they became David's. Uh, they ended up becoming David's mighty men, but they weren't. They weren't quite mighty yet, and they were very, very frustrated, very discouraged, and so they began to turn on David, and they began to betray David. And betrayal is uh, very hard when people uh, walk out of your life, when people walk out of your life and don't uh, even let you know. It's a very hard thing. So it says, because the soul of all the people was grieved every man for his sons and daughters, but David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. David encouraged himself. Some translations say encouraged himself. David, that word strengthens mean David made himself strong. David began reminding himself, I believe, of the promises that God had had made him and and David was also a a psalmist David was also a a musician I believe David sang to the Lord I believe 
David worshiped the Lord, and I believe David reminded himself, and he strengthened himself on the inside. He took time to strengthen himself on the inside. Psalms 37, 23 through 24 says, The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. Though he fall, he shall not utterly be cast down, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. I love that. God is still upholding if you if you fall. Psalms 40, verse 2, He also brought me up out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock, and established my steps. Proverbs 24, 16 I love that, that that God brought David out of the miry clay, out of the clay where there was no footing, there was no setting, and he set his feet upon the rock. He set his feet upon Jesus, who is the rock. He set his feet upon the unconditional love of God, and he set his feet upon the fellowship of the believers. Because if you go to the New Testament, the local church is the rock, The Bible says it's a pillar of truth. He set his feet upon a rock, and he began to cause an an establishment. He was going to establish David's uh, uh, steps. It says in Psalms 24, 16 again, For a righteous man may fall seven times and rise again, but the wicked shall fall by calamity. God can bring purpose out of your falling purpose. God can bring life lessons out of your falling. Then David said to Abathar the priest, Ahimelech's son, please bring the ephod here to me. And Abathar brought the ephod to David. Abathar means excellent father, a father of abundance. God will put people in our lives that uh, will be able to speak the word of God, will be able to speak the encouragement of God to our lives. Abathar means, again, excellent father, father of abundance. Now the ephod, the ephod is a type of the word of the Lord, of God's word. So God was going to bring his word, his specific word to David for his life in this season. So David inquired of the Lord saying, shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue, for you shall surely overtake them, and without fail recover all. Because of David's disobedience, uh, he knew that he wasn't guaranteed to overtake. And uh, I just realized this was really a, a risky prayer because he had he had his family, he had his wives and the children. But he was willing, he was willing for God to say no, but God said yes. And God showed him something. God showed him that covenant, the covenant that God had made with David was stronger than any mistake he'd made. I want to tell you something. If you're in relationship with the Lord, the covenant you've made with God is stronger than any mistake you've made. James 1, 5 through 6, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like 
a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. I said we can ask God and we might doubt. We might doubt in our head and we can cast down those things in our head. But we can doubt in our head but believe in our heart. I've seen things happen in my life where I believed in my heart. I doubted in my head. I had to say, God, help my unbelief. I doubted in my head, but I believed in my heart. So we're going to continue this next week. But I just want to encourage you that that uh, those of you that are seeking God and loving God, that this is a season where God wants to restore. He wants to restore what's been lost. And then we're going to find out that not only did God want to restore what was lost to David, but he had more than that. For God is a God of more than enough. Well, this is Pastor Brad Morgan. It was good being with you today. I hope you enjoyed the message. I would like to encourage you to visit our website at newlifebeginningschurch.com. That's newlifebeginningschurch.com. There is a secure site there where you can sow into this ministry. If you would like to sow by mail, our address is New Life Beginnings Church, P.O. Box 203, Patterson, Texas 77466. If you do not have a church home, I want to invite you to come visit ours. Our Sunday service is at 1030. The church address is 5609 FM 359 North, Brookshire, Texas 77423. We offer child care for the four-year-olds and younger. We also offer children's church for the five-year-olds up to fifth grade twice a month. If you have prayer requests or would like to speak with us, our church phone number is 281-802-8094. You can contact me by email at bmorgan542 at gmail.com. That's bmorgan542 at gmail.com. We invite you to subscribe to our podcast, The Best is Yet to Come, wherever you get your podcast. This program is sponsored by New Life Beginnings Church. And again, this is Pastor Brad Morgan, and I would like to remind you the best is yet to come. We love you, and thanks for listening.